everybody, and welcome to Memento, a podcast by Washington Avenue Christian Church. See, here at Washington Avenue, we understand that sometimes you forget who you are, and sometimes we forget what we're supposed to do, and sometimes we even forget what we talked about on Sunday morning. So in an effort to remind ourselves of who we are, and what we're supposed to do, and what we talked about on Sunday morning, we bring you Memento. What's up, Jake? What's up? How's, How's it going? going? <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> good. Hey, this is week number two with our Michael phones. Yes. And I just have to make an observation real quick about um, what I'm going to assume was the Michael phones. If you weren't here for the Michael phones, we also noticed that they smell like <laughs> Payless shoe source. If you remember that smell. It smells amazing. These things smell like that. But anyway, last week, Jake, between this podcast airing on Thursday and Sunday at church. Yes. I received no less than five compliments on the podcast, which has never happened before, ever. Wow. So thank you. It has to be the microphone. It's got to be. Yeah. Or absolutely. My ignorance in regards to teen culture. That. Or a combination of the two. <laughs> no, it's definitely the microphones, dude. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, thank you for listening and for paying attention to our ramblings. I appreciate it and it's good to know that people are in fact paying attention before we get started jake yes i just want to ask because i'm curious what's the best sermon you've ever heard oh dang bro <laughs> i was not prepared for that question at all um dude that's a good question i don't know i couldn't tell you man i've i listened to a lot of sermons um it's the first thing that comes to mind Obviously, don't you dare. Yep. <laughs> what do you think, bro? What did you think I was going to say? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Probably anything by Michael DeFazio <laughs> is great. Greg. I also, like, <laughs> I also like Mark Scott. Mark Scott is great. He does a lot of movements with his body, which I think are... Mark Scott does? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Mark I've Scott. never... I don't think that I remember that. Yeah, it's like very intentional. Yeah. It's not it's not like just moving. He's like he drops a bomb and he's like and like moves his whole body. Did he do that when he drops yeah, a his bomb? Whole, his whole arm right there. Yeah. Just like, yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a great one. Great question. I freaking knew you were gonna say DeFazio. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I love well, yeah, Michael DeFazio. And if man? Michael, if you stumble across this, I highly I love it. your stuff. Yeah. And it's great. I like Kyle Eidemann, too. Yeah, he's good. Kyle Eidemann's good. I don't think Kyle will ever see this. Probably not. That'd be cool. <laughs> it would be cool. If he was like, I was listening to these two like, idiots oh, in wow. Texas the other day. <laughs> they were talking about <laughs> Kyle Eidemann. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talks yeah. about himself in third person. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about Kyle. Kyle. Me. The guy named Kyle. What's your favorite sermon? Well... There are two that are probably not necessarily like the best sermons oh. that I've ever heard. Thanks. Well, and probably the best, but at least the most memorable sermons that I've ever heard. And they were both at Ozark Christian College. And it's funny because one was by my mentor and one was by my mentor's mentor, who was also mm. kind of my mentor. So Shane, mentor. Shane preached his first sermon at Ozark. He preached on Isaiah, Isaiah 1, like 10 was, 10 through 20, which is just... <laughs> That's how N.T. writes. Anyway, he preached on Isaiah 1, 10 through 20, which is just a really like savage passage where God's just really ticked off at Israel. 
um, and Shane preached on that. And the sermon itself was good, but what made it most memorable is like Shane was like, you know, I'm, I really just feel like I'm not illustrating this very well. Hang on. And he like went around behind the grand piano and sat down and started playing the grand piano and like sang a song that he wrote to illustrate the point he was trying to communicate in his sermon. That's dope. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's it was super insane. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah, ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It was crazy. And then um, another one was Mark Moore. Um, Shane's, that would have been probably my sophomore, but maybe my junior year at Ozark. And Shane, uh, Mark's was definitely my sophomore year at Ozark. And he was talking. And again, I don't necessarily remember the text, or, but the, the premise was like that we're just like what we define as blessing is stupid. Mm. Um, and he was talking about like how much stuff we have. And he said, even you like stupid broke college kids have way too much stuff. Yeah. So he challenged us, like his sermon was short, but the challenge was like, go to your room and like find the stuff that you don't need and like bring it up here and donate it. And we're going to do like a campus wide garage sale mm-hmm. and donate like all the proceeds to some missions organization. That's cool. And it was insane. Like literally like $10,000 worth of stuff was donated. Wow. Like people were donating like iPod pods cause iPads didn't exist yet, but, yeah. um, insane. Like That's it awesome. was, I don't remember even, I think you've actually told me about that. Yeah. That um, sermon. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was wild. Um really good. Probably more for the illustrations and like that that like practical like yeah, than what's the gonna actual happen. content. Yeah. I do love me a good Mark Scott sermon. Yeah. And a Michael DeFazio sermon. I just I don't know, man. It's hard for me to remember like exact sermons. Like mm-hmm. I remember how they make me feel. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily remember how they and they're definitely like in my brain and like they've changed the way that I think and I just might not compute it with like an exact sermon. Sure. If that sure. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move into the purpose of this podcast, which is talking about this week's sermon. So good. how to make you feel, Jake. <laughs> just kidding. Um <laughs> but we can talk about that if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Um I really I loved this week's sermon. I thought that it was really great. I thought I thought Lenny did a really good job in a really yeah. challenging no, for um sure. position of where like Three of us got to attack the practicum last time. Lenny had to do it all on his own. And I thought that he did a really, really good job yeah. of being really practical, right? Because my sure. temptation on my own there would have just been to like, well, I'll just preach my own sermon yeah, over like the bulk of this text, yeah. condense it down to a line and make it a whole sermon and talk about all the things. But Lenny did a really, really great job of keeping it super, super <clears throat> practical. Yeah. Sorry, that was an inconvenient spot to clear my nose. I apologize. I was um, nose? Yes. And again. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like your throat, dude. It was kind of. Oh, just like. You know, drainage. Like, yeah, well, I don't even know my, how to do that. It was in my <laughs> nose. <laughs> like, and it went down. Isaac, you can edit this part out if you want to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, because it was the practicum, it was pretty applicable, right? That was the point. So let me just start off by asking like, what was like one concrete thing that you took away from this week's message? Yeah. So even though I don't know if you'd necessarily meant it like this, um, but I think you did. If you take mine, I'll kill you. I hope it's not. Don't look at my notes. I'm not looking you at You are. Notes. You're looking I right at it. I can't see him, bro. Oh my gosh. I've, I can't see that far. Um, just this whole story that he started off with in the mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. Um just like the 
the I wonder, you know, of that, like, guy that he didn't even necessarily know. Um, just that, man, just, like, I wonder what people think when they see me, like, out and about and, like, what type of message I'm, like, portraying, you know? Like, yeah, mm. th just that, you know? Mm -hmm. just well, I don't even know if that's necessarily, like, a concrete thing. But it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily, I wonder what type of message I portray on a daily basis mm. to people through yeah. my words, actions, and even just my appearance. So. Oh, your appearance. Mm -hmm. With all those tattoos, probably think you're going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're some devil. people might. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. You said appearance. So. Yeah. No, I mean, for sure. Yeah. It's a big one. So, not to quote DeFazio, but he would argue that the way that we dress ourselves is an act of worship. Because God created I us do and our bodies. I like dressing myself, so <laughs> maybe that's an act of yeah. worship. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. DeFazio says it is. So, well, I like if DeFazio, he's going to be so your favorite preacher, you yeah, have to accept everything truth. he says is truth. <laughs> <laughs> not everything. <laughs> cool. Well, for me, um, I really liked that story a lot as well. I thought it was yeah. kind of a good uh, setup to kind of filter everything yeah. through for the entirety of, of the sermon. Um, <clears throat> there was one part um, that he, uh, I got to look at my notes and I, they're too far away. I'm yeah, I literally blind. can't see. And they're written in pencil, which I never do. Oh, I thought you meant on your computer. No. I was like, how did you, what kind of font is that? On the offering envelope, because that's what they're really for. Uh, it's not for giving, for it's giving. just for yeah. sermon Honestly, notes. I've never seen paper before, so I don't even... Well, this is paper, it's made out is. of trees. You uh, can color on it and draw on it and write on really it. It's a really bad idea. I don't know why we're doing that. <laughs> We've already blown 10 minutes of this thing. <laughs> Jake, Jake, no, you did not say this. I did not. It's too smart for you. But Lenny <laughs> said... <laughs> Just knife to the. If that's your, if that's anyone's fault, it's your fault for not mentoring me to be smart enough. Yeah, I am not responsible for your intelligence. <laughs> I guess it's God's fault. So are you oh, blaming okay. God? Lenny said, in one of his things, huh, "Think it before you speak it," which on its own is pretty good. Just like think about what you say before you say it. But yeah. then he went above and beyond, and he gave us a, an acronym for the word "think." Mm. I had to write it down and look at my notes because I haven't committed the thing to memory yet. Yeah. But in thinking it before you speak it, you don't just like think, is this the right thing to say? But you run it through this gambit. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it needed? And is it kind? And I did not look at my notes when I said that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So smart. Did I get the eye right? I said inspiration. Is that the right one? Did I get that right? I, <laughs> I, just, like, believed, I just believed you. I got it. You anyway, I thought anything. that was really, really good. Because um, I don't always do that. And I think that I do most of those things. And one thing that I was maybe a little bit confused about, and maybe you guys can help me clarify this, is like, does it have to hit all five categories mm. before you say it? Yeah. yeah because like, like to... sometimes things that we say aren't inspiring. Yeah. Maybe it was is that just a bad thing? for the sake of the acronym. But I guess you could even, in a critique, be inspiring people to yeah. be better. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, those are good questions, man. Yeah, I don't know. I w- we should talk about them. Also, the like, how long, how long, <laughs> how long is it going to take you to like? I don't know. I'd probably speak too fast sometimes. But like, if everything that maybe obviously this isn't one of these meaning, but like everything that I ever say, I have to like go through those five things. Like, I'm just going to be like for like so well, long. I think it's like when it's something important. Yeah. And you know it's something important, that's a good thing to do it through, you know? Sure. Yeah. Especially, maybe, I'm trying to remember, like, where that fell in the sermon and textually where that fell as well, but also maybe in, like, the uh, in confrontation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, for sure. Well, I think, it honestly, like, I think it just becomes more of a general rule than it does, like, a, like, you just habitually do it, you know? Like, it's not like you just stop saying things that aren't good, you know, if that makes sense. Like the more you do it, you just stop. In theory. In theory. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it. Yeah. Long enough. And also you're a human, so you'll probably mess up. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cause I'm little, I'm not going to think, think every time, you know? Right. Yeah. So, but progress over perfection is kind of the goal here. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah. I like that stuff too. Awesome. Anything else on that? Next question. Next question. Cool. I forgot to mention, I'd love for somebody who's watching this to keep count of how often Jake says like in did this I, video. Did I, have I done it? A few so times. Not, a, not enough uh, that I know would have noticed if I wasn't already paying attention to it beforehand. Yeah. But you, you brought it up last I week. I did. Well, it's just Isaac mentioned that I only say it when I'm just like a normal conversation. Yeah. But... Which is, I, I guess, good because yeah, we want this, this is to normal conversation. be like normal conversation. Yeah, but whenever I watch it or like listen to it, sometimes I just want to see what I sound like. Mm-hmm. I say like like every five seconds. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying. Yeah. You said it four times in that sentence alone. Really? Two, two of I them. I literally don't. No, but listen, two of them actually like okay. fit. And there, I just did it. Um, but two of them. I don't even were just hear fillers. it. Like that, it's like such a buffer in my mind I that I don't even hear it. I don't even understand how that's possible. How can you say a word and not hear it? Jake wants to know. Science. Science. Jake wants to know lots and lots of things. But what Jake really wants to know right now is how is it no, possible to I really to be, want to know how you can. Can I ask a question? You just yes. said like again. Okay. Jake okay. really wants to know how is it possible to be in the world but not of the world? Yeah. Answer your own question, fool. Dude, yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. I mean... Way to pump yourself up there. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was saying that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, when I say it's a good question, I mean I don't know how to answer my own question. Um, I think it's just kind of complicated to me because I don't know. I don't know. Like I went to this college ministry. Um, what's it called? Like breakout session mm-hmm. i know i'm saying like dude i heard it that time i went to a college breakout session and they were t- talking about college ministry and one of the things that they said is to like really engage college students you have to like become a part of their culture and like just do everything that they do and like just be with them everywhere um so like that's kind of I kind of feel like that works for everyone, you know, like, I don't know if it necessarily has to be college students, but how can you be a part of the culture without like 
doing what the culture is doing. You know, I think that's the hard thing is like, can I go to a bar and like not drink or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, can you drink and like not get drunk or, you know, all the, just those types of things, you know, like, am I going to go it, at what point can I go into the world, but be still not of the world, you know? Yeah. I feel like all you did was just like talk a bunch and then flip the question to me. Yep. <laughs> Without giving any concrete answer at all. You just yep. illustrated and rephrased the question. You're welcome. And I know that that's the thing that we're supposed to do, right? That's straight out of Romans. Yeah. Um, be in the world, but not of the world which we interpret to mean like, don't do the things that the world does. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe to blend some of Paul's writings together, he would say, everything in moderation. Mm. So if you wanna go to the bar, go hang out. Yeah. If that's where your peers are and it's an opportunity for you to be in fellowship with your peers, go to the bar. Yeah. If you want to have a drink, have a drink. But don't drink too much. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Don't cause other people to stumble, which is kind of like this whole other thing. It's like, well, yeah. you know. Um I'm also not answering the question. I'm just dancing around it too because yeah. like it's, well, it's, a, it's a hard question. Great question. And it's, <clears throat> I really don't know other than I think to bring it back to Ephesians, but also Romans and, and everywhere else that we've been. Um, yeah. Ephesians and Romans 12 and first Corinthians 13, he would say like, it's all rooted in love. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, in as much as you're not crossing like the hard defined lines of whatever it is that you're participating in. I just used the bar as the example because yeah. that's the bar that you set to use. Yeah. Oh, Mixed well. metaphors there. Um, do it out of and driven by love, mm. not selfish gain or yeah. anything it's a good mindset. Of that nature. You yeah. Know, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's tough, man. I, I ask the question without knowing the answer. And sometimes I also You're think. supposed to give us layups, Sorry, Jake. sorry. You just know. kidding. I like um, Sometimes I think too, like, when we try, when I think Christians like try and be like of the world, but not in the world, we just get like crappier versions of the world, if that makes contemporary sense. Christian music in the nineties. Yes, yeah, just like yeah, just like contemporary music that's like you know a Katy Perry song, but it just uh, like says Jesus instead, you know. Jesus, you're a fire. Yes, right. I don't even know how to comprehend what you just <laughs> did in the microphone, bro. But yeah, no, like I just think sometimes instead of instead of being of the world, like we take it the wrong way. You know, we, we should. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I like don't know. those. If you have these shirts, I apologize. 
kind of, but mm-hmm. those stupid like shirts, <laughs> <laughs> those stupid. Sh- yeah, no, like, like let's catch up with Jesus. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking Jesus about the Heinz ketchup lifeguard. one too. Yeah, yeah. No, um, for or sure. Like Reese's, yeah. but it's spelled Jesus. And- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, like, why can't we? When I'm wearing one, but that's fine yeah. because like that's not. Yeah, that's like something that somebody created mm-hmm. and yeah. was inspired to create. It's not a copy of something that somebody else did. Yeah. Right. It's not, yeah. the, the term is kitsch, mm-hmm. right? It's not kitschy. It's, it, that is art. It's not kitsch, which is like anti-art essentially. Mm. Yeah. I learned that from Oscar on the office actually. Nice. Kitsch. That's good. I didn't learn kitsch. I knew that term, but he I did. kind of defined it for yeah. me. Yeah. That makes, I mean, episode where Angela a lot has of stuff the babies the that are dressed up like jazz players. Oh, nice. Poster. Yeah, it's a good episode. About, it's no, I do. I absolutely do. Yeah. I remember the, remember the poster. Like, it's kitsch. It's literally the opposite. I don't remember that context, but I remember the poster. So, <laughs> Isaac's nodding his head. Bringing everything to you. Yes. I, Isaac is the resident office expert, and I'm getting a nod of affirmation, yeah. so I know I'm on the right track here. Trying to catch up <laughs> with the office. I've seen it. Don't. I've I was, seen it. I was about to say. No, no, no. That's I've confusing. Seen it. I just haven't seen it enough to like no apply it to your life. Be like, Always. Do you remember that episode? Except I just did. Yeah. Good job. Next question. <laughs> this pillow, man. Can I, I'm going to move this pillow. <laughs> now you're not a slouchy. Yeah, that's why I don't like the pillow. Paul encourages, it, Paul encourages us to not only take off the old self, but to put on the new self. Old ways are replaced by new ways. In your life, Jake, in your life, how have you seen God replace an old behavior with a new one. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I thought about that question a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a ton of behaviors. I, I could talk for an hour and a half about that if I wanted to, but um, I think probably the biggest one for me is just the fact, and I'm still working on this too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I just, and I think maybe we've said this in normal conversation or maybe we've talked about this on the podcast. That's weird that it's like morphing into one thing and I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but like, it's not like I just like threw on the hoodie of my new self. Like, it's like I'm like putting my the hoodie on real slowly, mm. you know, and it's not like fully on. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably like the biggest transformation that I've seen God do in me is just not receiving my love from like being needed from other people, you know, and I'm still working on that. Like, that's a big thing for me. Um, But like, I'm moving towards not doing that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, I'll affirm that in you as well, because I've just known you long enough to know most everything about you. And (laughs) I can absolutely say that that's true, which is, you know, in in the career that you're in, it's kind of like this glorified thing, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. helping people. It's like kind of the it's job. It's kind of our job. Yeah. And that you're able to like still do that and it not be like the primary area from wherein you draw love and acceptance and all of that. Yeah. Good stuff. So that's yeah. awesome. You went real deep there. Sorry, bro. Yeah. I mean, I could have gone know. a million ways, but sure. I was like, oh. Uh-huh. just go this way so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think it's just like understanding 
that I get to do those things like as a gift and like my only love, true love like comes from God. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's when I'm healthy, you know, like that's when I'm emotionally and spiritually healthy. I mean, probably even physically healthy. It's like when I'm in that state of mind. But Mm -hmm. as I spiral down into not being healthy, like I can go back to those ways of viewing the world and seeing Mm -hmm. like if I do this, then I gain value and I like can gain love from others. And, you know, if I say I'm going to do something for myself and then someone asks me to do something and I choose to do that instead, like that's not good sometimes sure you know there's a balance yeah, yeah. drop my ring because <laughs> you fool with it yeah i can't help it yeah i thought getting the tattoos yeah I, the it's kind of i've been switching it between the hands but i kind of like it because it's, it's gold except you it's not even gold it's bronze fool with it so what you're not saying and saying is like very much like enneagram speak right you were mm-hmm. <laughs> without without using the term yes like you were yeah um I'm just going to lean into Enneagram speak. If you have a problem with the Enneagram, I'm sorry. It's helpful. Um, yeah. It's um, a, so I'm an Enneagram five. Yes. Right? And, which means that I want all the information all of the time about everything. And I will like literally like research myself into paralysis until like somebody else jumps in and makes the decision for me or it's past time to make the decision and yeah. it's irrelevant and I don't have to worry about it. But Either way, it's like research, research, research. Um, and it's, it, it, it's rooted in greed um, and in feeling inadequate. And so um, when I'm spiraling, um, I go to a seven, which is just like chaos and like starting and stopping a bunch of different things and nothing is centered and rooted and nothing is ever finished. Um, when that's disintegration. And when I'm integrating, um, growing, I go to an eight, which is a little bit more assertive um, mm. tend to speak up for myself. Um, and um, I feel like I'm in a really, I, 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 I'm growing into doing that pretty well. Yeah. I kind of made it like my focus for this year is just to be, and this is eight-ish in a way, I suppose, just being more vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and I really feel like I have been doing that more and better in 2022 yeah um which has been a fascinating and painful and because i like know how to be vulnerable mm-hmm. but i don't know how to respond to being vulnerable if that makes sense you yeah know? like yeah. okay it's like here's me now what now now do i am i supposed to cry right now yeah or, or <laughs> am i supposed to <laughs> like what are emotions <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah well man yeah oh, yeah not to just have an affirming party, but like you've definitely been doing a great job at that. And as a guy who hangs out with you like pretty much every day for the past five years, like 100%, I've seen you grow so much in that this year. And not only just in like your normal conversations, but in your preaching as well, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a big deal, I think, to be able to stand up on stage and be like, hey, look, this is a secret of mine, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's something, and uh, I appreciate you leading because I knew, A, that you would be more vulnerable than me, which <laughs> would cause me to be vulnerable, 
because uh, I was just going to talk about like some stupid behavior that I changed, which is also good. And like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It doesn't but, always have to be super uh-huh. intense, but I also don't want to just keep it surfacey. So, yeah. um, here's the thing guys, I would love if you're willing, able, like, man, sh- share, share your answer to all of these questions with us. But, um, specifically this one, I feel like this one's really important. Yeah. Um, it's just like, what is an old thing? Um, an old part of you, your old self that you feel like God has um, to, to carry the Narnia metaphor from a few weeks ago, like that God has come in and, and scratched off to reveal this new self. Because um, that's the thing is that like, I can only do this so much on my own and Jay can only do this so much on his own. Houston's can only like scratch like one surface, but um, and I think that I mentioned this in, in talking to Nolan about this afterwards, who's just a, a C.S. Lewis nerd. So mm-hmm. he was pumped yeah. about that. Um, and he was like, isn't it so cool that like Lewis was savvy enough to understand and illustrate that like as humans, we're, we're not willing to harm ourselves mm. in our growth. Yeah. Like that, like Houston's was trying to, but he couldn't allow himself to go as deep as he needed to. Like he had to hurt himself yeah. and he couldn't. And so like Aslan came in and did the hard, painful work. And then also Aslan's the Dang. one that dressed him. He was like, I don't even know where these clothes came from, but it's, I'm assuming that it was real because I'm wearing them right now. He's like, I think it was a dream. Yeah. And Edmund is like, it's not a dream. You're wearing clothes. You're wearing bro. the clothes. And you're not a dragon anymore. I saw you as a dragon. Yeah. So, all that to say, it's it, God is the one doing this in us and through us and for us. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to hear and see like in what ways God is working in your life. Absolutely. And growing in this way um, for you. Be vulnerable like me. Cool. If you haven't already, like and subscribe. Even share it. Like, let's get wild here. Like, share it with somebody. Yeah. So that our audience can grow. I would add. I would add. Write a review too. If you're Ooh, on. Oh yeah. Is it just on Apple Podcasts that you oh can do that, gosh. or is it on we're Spotify? We're gonna go way over time. So, I yeah. remember two things I have to say. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember two. I don't know if we're talking about the same things, but yeah, you should write a review because that really helps other people see this. Um, so you should do that, and yeah, share it on your Instagram, and we'll share it too. So be like, listening to Jake and Shane talk about trip. And then that was last week. We didn't talk about drip at all this week. Yeah, but I mean, I have to talk about other things. Can you shut up now? Yes. Thank you. We're doing a special offering um, <laughs> this month, not us, the podcast, but us, Washington Avenue Christian Church, to help our uh, friends and brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Um, and so we're collecting a special offering throughout the month of April. So if you wouldn't mind, if you're willing and able to, you can go to our website, click on the Give tab, and underneath that, there will be. Um, a special Ukraine offering tab that you can click on. It will take you to the CCB link wherein you can give a gift to the uh, support efforts in Ukraine. Um, If you have questions about that, you can contact us here at the church. I also wanted to let you know that um, Holy Week is almost here. And so uh, this Sunday is Palm Sunday, and that's the start of Holy Week. On Friday from 5 to 7, we're going to be having a good Friday worship service here. It's a come-and-go thing. We've done this basically every year that I've been here. Um, it's really great. We're just going to be playing like very contemplative hymns and songs and serving communion. 
come and go all on your own, but make sure to take out a little bit of extra time on Friday to think about and uh, pray about what Easter is all about, specifically Good Friday. And then Easter services are happening on Sunday. Uh, we're not doing anything out of, out of the ordinary um, in regards to service times or anything like that. So eight o'clock, uh, 9.30 and 11 o'clock are uh, our service times for Easter. Um, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And we're looking forward to hanging out with you more next week. Talk to you later.